Hello, and thanks for joining us for episode 19 of Married Well, the podcast. Welcome to Married Well, the podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Creek. As a practicing therapist and marriage counselor, I help modern couples rebalance their relationship. In this show, we explore the real issues faced by couples today and share the best strategies for making marriage work. Are you frustrated with your marriage, disappointed with the reality of your relationship, or are you just struggling to make it all work? You're not alone and you're in the right place. This is your source for real advice for real couples who want to stay married well. There is no such thing as the perfect division of labor. Believe me, I've tried to find it. But if you're craving more balance in your relationship, we need to talk. Juggling the chores, the kids, and work is hard, but you don't have to do it on your own. You can create a better, more balanced partnership. And the key isn't splitting things 50-50. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how to create a more fair and balanced division of labor in your relationship by simply leveling up your marriage management system. I'm going to show you what it means to have a strong marriage management system and why you need one. Plus, I'm going to talk about the real reason why splitting chores 50-50 never works. So this week is back to school week in my household. And I am so excited. My kids are still young enough where they are happy to go to school. They're thrilled to see their friends. They're thrilled to do something new. And overall, it's a really fun, exciting time. And I can't lie. I'm also pretty excited for the kids to go back to school. I'm so done with ushering kids from camp to camp, from activity to activity. And I am really relieved to have school starting again and to get everything just streamlined and all in one place. But even though this is a great time and I am super excited, it's still kind of stressful. I mean, let's be real. There are so many moving parts when it comes to going back to school. You have to get your kids back on a schedule. There are all of those school supplies to find and buy and label. And yes, I did have to label every single marker in my first graders marker pack. (laughs) There's new routines to learn. There's teachers to meet. There's just a lot of things to do. And if your school if you're homeschool, your public school is anything like my school that my kiddos go to, there's just a lot of last minute things that get thrown in there too, right? You know, a teacher meet and greet, a back to school night, you know, a new event, a special project, a lot happens in this first week going back to school. And I'm so happy because this year I feel like my husband and I cracked the code. (laughs) We cracked the code to working on back to school as a team. And I know this seems like something really, really small, but for us, it was kind of a big deal. Again, back to school can be pretty stressful. There's a lot to do for so many years. I felt like I was responsible. I was responsible for getting all the school supplies. I was responsible for putting all those little labels on all the pencils and the markers. And I was responsible for fitting everything in. 
my job is no less busy than my husband's. I don't have any less on my plate, but it just seemed to always fall to me. So I was incredibly thrilled this year when my husband and I started to work together. And I really credit this to our marriage management system. Now, the marriage management system we have, it's not perfect. No system is, but we have spent many years perfecting and finding a system that works for us. And that is what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about your marriage management system. Here's the truth. Modern relationships need balance to survive. And if your relationship feels unfair, leveling up your marriage management system will help. So let's start with the basics. What is a marriage management system? So a marriage management system is simply all of the things you do day in and day out to manage the day-to-day tasks of running a household, taking care of your kids, and struggling to find some balance and some achievement both at work and at home. We all have a system, even if you've never really thought about it or intentionally put something in place, you have a system to make everything work. Now, some systems are better than others. For years, I had a really poor system for managing my day-to-day life. Uh, I had a hard time remembering to pay bills. Uh, I definitely had a hard time keeping up with my household chores, and it caused so much conflict between me and my husband, my spouse. And if you can kind of hear in the way I'm talking about it, for so many years, it was my system. It wasn't even something that I invited my husband along with. So I was overwhelmed and stressed out and it created so much friction because I felt incredibly unsupported and just really like everything was unfair and he had no idea what he was doing wrong. So again, thinking about the idea of systems, I just want you to take a second and think about, well, how do you get everything done? Are you a to-do list person? Do you live and die by your Google calendar? (laughs) Do you tend to fly by the seat of your pants and take things as they come? What is your system? How do you tackle things? How do you get things done? If your marriage management system is running well, you'll feel supported, less stressed, and simply put, more confident about solving the problems that come at you as a team, right? That's a pretty good sign that your marriage management system is running well. If you reflect and you think to yourself, okay, things feel really fair. We have a fair division of labor. We approach problems as a team and we tackle things together. Then you probably have a pretty good marriage management system. But if you are like most of the couples that I know and that I work with, uh, maybe you're reflecting on your system and starting to realize, ooh, something's not working. Or maybe something's not working well. Things do not feel fair. They do not feel balanced. Chores, housework, childcare is a constant stressor and sometimes an overwhelming struggle. And if things are feeling unfair and unbalanced, there's probably a lot of conflict with your spouse. Now, 
you might not be fighting all the time, but I can guess that if things feel unfair and you don't feel like your partner is doing their fair share, you're probably pretty unhappy, maybe even a little resentful. And it is very hard to thrive at work, at home, in your relationship, if things do not feel fair, if you do not feel supported, if things are not getting done, it is hard to feel good, not just about your relationship, but let's be real about your life, about your job, about your home. So it can be really helpful to examine your marriage management system and start to think about the things that you have in place. Just, you know, take a second or two to, to run through the tools that you use, uh, your strategies, like how do you and your spouse actually manage the business of being married? I'll give you an example. One of the most common tools that I hear from couples is that they have a shared calendar. That is a perfect example of a tool in your marriage management system. For some couples, their shared calendar is their only system. So I hope that's not true for you, but if it is, you're not alone, right? A shared calendar can be part of a system for some folks. It's their only system, but it's, it's the tool of making things work. So that is what a marriage management system is. It can be really simple. It can be really robust. What matters most is whether or not it works for you whether or not you feel like you and your partner are on the same page and whether or not things feel fair. And I use this word fair very carefully because fair does not always mean equal. I think sometimes we hear the term fair division of labor and we kind of assume that in order for things to be fair, they have to be absolutely equal. Well, I've got some bad news for you. That never happens. Between the kids and housework and projects and ever-changing schedules at work, finding a perfect 50-50 split is going to be almost, if not impossible. And if you do simply split things 50-50, that does not account for sudden changes for big projects at work, for promotions, for busy times of life, splitting things 50, 50, while that might seem like a practical way to create a fair division of labor, it simply doesn't work right again, because it does not accommodate for the ebb and flow of real life. So when I say that a good marriage management system feels fair. What I mean to say is at the end of the day, if you have a good marriage management system, you're going to feel like your spouse is carrying their weight and that there's a sense of balance. Even if you have to teeter totter every now and then to take care of each other, overall, there's a sense of balance and support. So again, think about your marriage management system. I want you to kind of keep that in the back of your mind as we keep talking about what this means and why it is so important. You probably already have some ideas about why a strong marriage management system is so important for a healthy marriage. Like we talked about, this is what creates balance. This is what makes it possible for you to thrive both at home and at work. 
we talk about what it means to be in a modern relationship all the time on this pod. And the reality is so many modern couples have goals and dreams outside of their marriage, right? Outside of raising kids, outside of their family. And in order to make that happen without giving up their families, like without giving up, you know, those really domestic parts that feel good, there has to be a balance and there has to be a fair division of labor. If you do not have a marriage management system that works, it is incredibly hard to find and maintain this balance. Having a strong marriage management system will reduce the friction around housework. It will reduce the friction around childcare. And it will reduce the friction around the battle for time. Most of us are constantly in a battle to preserve and protect our time. So having this really good marriage management system is incredibly important because it reduces the friction in your relationship. It's also especially important for couples who crave balance in their marriage and who prioritize success for both partners in their careers and at home. This is the truth for, I would say, the vast majority of modern couples. For modern couples, it is a priority to be successful at home as a spouse, partner, as a parent, and also in the working world, right? In your career, both of these things are a priority for both partners. So having a strong marriage management system is especially especially important when you have these two important, sometimes competing priorities. It just helps create this balance, this sense of support, and it helps both partners achieve their goals at work and at home. Have you ever heard the saying behind every successful man, there's a strong woman? Most of us have heard that or some version of that. And, and I'm just curious, have you ever really thought about what that means? Right. So really, when you break it down, this is a saying that kind of became more and more popular to acknowledge the fact that successful men historically have been successful in their careers because they have had someone at home to manage the household, to take care of the kids, to go get those school supplies, right? To juggle those parent-teacher conferences, to maintain everything that happens at home. So many very successful men of our father's generations and especially our grandfather's generations would not have been able to be so successful if they had also been juggling housework and childcare and raising a family, right? That is why that saying became so popular because the truth is, It is almost impossible to be successful, really successful at work if you're doing it all alone at home. And so here's the challenge, right? We no longer have those old school, old fashioned relationships where one person uh, is, you know, going out in the working world and thriving their career and the other person is staying home and taking care of the family. Now we have a blend where both partners are going out. Both partners have goals to achieve and to be successful in their careers and the things that they're passionate about. And both partners 
also want to show up at home for their spouses and for their kids. Being able to strike this balance is almost impossible if you do not have a strong marriage management system. Because if you do not have that strong marriage management system, something's going to fall off your plate. And just looking back at the huge social changes we've seen in the last couple of years, the reality is more often than not, if someone has to sacrifice, it's going to be wife and mom, right? And if you do not have a strong marriage management system, you will find yourself sacrificing over and over and over again. And I don't know about you, but it's hard for me to imagine feeling supported, fulfilled, cared for when I feel like I am in constant sacrifice mode. So that is why a marriage management system, something that can be so unsexy, (laughs) so uninteresting is so important for building a better marriage, for creating a thriving relationship, right? For modern couples, balance is key. So let's talk about the three components of a good marriage management system. One, clear expectations. So this is clarity around who does what and why, right? So it's, it is really more than a chore list. You know, it's, it's a lot more detailed and sometimes a lot more nuanced. Having clear expectations of each other is not only about who's going to do what, but also when, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen and why, right? Why, you know, maybe your husband is going to take care of the groceries during the week, right? Or maybe why, you know, you are going to pick up the kids from school, right? It's, you know, having clear expectations is about understanding the ins and the outs of what needs to happen, who's going to do it, how it's going to get done, but also the rationale, right? Creating clear expectations is a great place to get rid of all of the sort of arbitrary relics that most of us have around, you know, the business of being married. So, you know, when we talk about those like arbitrary things, I know so many couples where mom drops off and picks up the kids from school. Does it make sense for her schedule? No. Not at all. Dad might be working from home and, you know, five minutes away, but mom still does drop off and pick up. Why? I don't know. Cause somebody expected it to happen that way. Maybe she tells herself she should do that for whatever reason. It doesn't make sense. So getting really clear expectations can help you get rid of some of these, you know, arbitrary chores, these arbitrary assignments, and it will reduce the conflict between you and your partner because there's just clarity. You know what to expect. You know what, uh, doing the dishes, cleaning the kitchen actually means. So again, First component of a strong marriage management system, clear expectations. Second component of a strong marriage management system are common goals and equal roles, right? So this is really important. Common goals. If you're going to have a strong marriage management system, 
it is incredibly important that you and your partner come together to talk about what your goals are around the daily tasks of life. Like, you know, being able to understand each other. Why do you do them? What's important? Do you, for example, have a common goal of helping your child get their homework done? Right. I, I know that might seem um, pretty simple and straightforward, but you know, when it comes down to it, it's valuable to talk about it. I love to use the example of helping your child get their homework done because that was a conflict that came up in my marriage last year. You know, last year, one of my kiddos was in kindergarten and they were, from my perspective and my husband's perspective, bombarded with homework. You know, we had at least an hour of homework to do every week, you know, handed out on Monday and had to be turned in on Thursday. And my husband and I, while we wanted our kiddo to get their homework done, it wasn't always a priority. And until we were able to establish a common goal around what was important, what we both believed needed to get done and why, there was a little bit of friction. You know, I would be super upset because I would come home Thursday and I, you know, Thursday night and I'd ask about the homework and he'd be like, we didn't get to it. Well, I didn't get to it on Monday or Tuesday either <laughs> when I was home with our kiddos. So being able to talk about our shared goal around things, both big and small, was incredibly helpful for us to understand each other and make sense of what needed to happen in terms of getting the day-to-day stuff done. Having equal roles is also very important in having a good marriage management system. When I say equal roles, here is what I mean. In all too many relationships, when it comes to the business of being married, managing the chores, managing the household, one person takes on the role of manager, boss. I've heard a lot of couples describe it as one person acting like the parent. <laughs> one person takes on this leadership role, this overwhelming responsibility for everything that needs to get done. And the other person becomes someone to whom tasks, chores, and responsibilities are assigned, right? And again, in all too many marriages, what this leads to is one person feeling like the parent with the couples I work with more often than not, it's a wife, right? Who says, Sometimes I feel like my husband's mom. And then the other partner who ends up feeling like they're treated like a kid, right? So that is the worst case scenario is you have this really unequal, uneven dynamic. But even in the best case scenarios, if you and your partner do not have equal roles, even if you split labor, things will still feel unfair because one person is responsible for management and the other person is responsible for tasks, right? They get delegated to. In these sort of situations, no one feels good. <laughs> the person who is the manager who's taken on that managerial role feels the weight of the world on their shoulders. They are carrying all the mental labor, managing all the tasks in their head, all the to-do lists, checking in. They are overwhelmed and they are stressed out. And the person who is delegated to gets left out of some of the really important decisions that are happening at home. And 
the person who gets delegated to is often in a lose-lose situation because even if they get everything done, right? Even if they check off everything on the chore list that their spouse gave them, their partner still isn't happy. It still isn't enough. So if you're going to have a strong marriage management system, it is really important to share an equal role with your partner when it comes to the sort of strategic big picture management aspects. It is very important that both partners are ultimately responsible for everything that happens at home, even if you create a strategy of divide and conquer, right? It is really important that both folks feel equal in carrying the weight and deciding how the weight gets carried. So that is the number two, the second component of a strong marriage management system. And the third component of a strong marriage management system is, this is kind of obvious, strong communication. This is something that I like to talk a lot about on the pod because there are so many different ways to communicate. When it comes to talking about what needs to get done around the home, chores, housework, dividing labor, it is incredibly important that the goal of your communication is about problem solving and support. All too often when couples talk about chores and housework and the mental load, they tend to fall into these really unhelpful old patterns of, you know, blame and criticism and defensiveness and that takes over the conversation. You know, it's all about who did what, or more often than not, who didn't do what, (laughs) why it didn't get done. And it just creates this perpetual cycle of arguing and really hurt, right? You know, if you fall into criticism and blame and defensiveness, it just leads to a lot of hurt feelings in the end. And when you're in that place of criticism and blame, it is very hard to switch into problem-solving mode. So when it comes to your marriage management system, it's really important that both you and your partner have a commitment and an agreement to communicate in a way that is about problem-solving. It's also important that you communicate in a way that is about support. Between the chores and the kids and your job, you have a lot on your shoulders. Sometimes you need to vent. Sometimes you will feel overwhelmed. Sometimes you won't get things done and you will need to ask for help. So it's important that there is this expectation of support and that you continue to communicate in a way that is supportive and caring. So again, strong communication when it comes to your marriage management system is all about problem solving and support. And it is incredibly important to actually slow down and take the time to check in and understand. I can't tell you how often I hear from couples that they don't have time to talk about what needs to get done. And from the partner who feels the most overwhelmed uh, with the things that they have to do, I hear all the time that they don't have the time to explain things to the partner. They don't have the time to talk about what needs to get done. And it's just easier for them to do it themselves. 
I really want to encourage you to think about slowing down, taking time to communicate. And, you know, I have this saying that I use all the time when it comes to communication. Sometimes you have to slow down to speed up. So that is that third component of a strong marriage management system, strong communication. So let's just go through those one more time. If you're going to have a good marriage management system, you need to have clear expectations, common goals and equal roles and strong communication. Now let's be real. Building this can be hard. I get it. It was super hard and sometimes continues to be a challenge to build and maintain my own marriage management system. But I think it is so important and it really is worth your time, your effort, and your attention. So if you listen to this pod, if you follow me on social media, you know by now that I am a practicing therapist and all day, every day, I work with couples who are struggling to find balance in their relationship, to stop fighting and to reconnect, right? That is really what I do day in and day out every day. And that is one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about this, because not only have I experienced in my own life, you know, all of these struggles and all of these challenges, I also see it from the therapy couch, right? As a therapist for the couples that I work with. And I know for a fact, and this will probably feel true to you as well, is that every couple fights about housework, right? And sometimes those fights are small, but more often than not, those fights can get really big and fighting about housework managing the day-to-day tasks of, you know, raising kids and running a home. If you are not careful, those things can take over your relationship. And quite simply, that is the worst. It is the worst to spend all of your time arguing about chores or all of your time resentful because you feel unsupported and worried that things will not get done. This is one of the reasons why I feel so strongly about this issue and about talking about it. And if you are struggling to create a good marriage management system, you are not alone. If you are struggling with balance, you are not alone. If you feel like the division of labor in your relationship is unfair, you are not alone. (laughs) But just because you are not alone does not mean that it is okay, right? So If you're experiencing any of these things, if it feels like the division of labor is unfair, if you are overwhelmed, if you feel alone in tackling all of these things, if you feel like you're carrying the vast majority of the mental load, it is time to check into your marriage management system. And it is time to commit to tackling the business of being married as a team. And here is something that I see couples do all the time. And here is where so many couples go wrong. So many modern couples in theory are committed to having a 50, 50 relationship an equal partnership. And they take that idea of equal. They take that idea of fair and they translate it. They interpret it to mean that things have to be 50, 50. We, we kind of talked about this at the top of the episode, 
so many couples who work on their marriage management system think that in order to have a fair and balanced system, things need to be split 50, 50. So what do they do? They create chore charts and lists and they walk through every possible thing that needs to get done around the house. And, you know, they put it in a list, they put it in an Excel spreadsheet and and they divide it up. And then they just say, okay, I'm going to do mine and you're going to do yours. Okay. So in theory, right. Split 50, 50, but here's the reality. Even if both you and your partner are able to meet your commitments a hundred percent of the time and fully understand and meet your partner's expectations, you are still creating a system where you and your partner are leading parallel lives. When you split things 50-50 and you call it a day, it's hard to have shared goals. It's hard to connect. And that's when it works perfectly. I have yet to meet a single couple where creating a chore list has worked perfectly to solve and resolve the feelings of unfairness (laughs) and overwhelm around the business of being married. Because again, more often than not, when you create a chore list, one person manages it and the other person gets delegated to. So almost inherent in the idea of a chore list is this, you know, unequal division of roles. So an area where I do not want you to go wrong. I do not want you to approach this and think that things have to be split 50, 50 in order to work because there is no such thing as a perfectly fair 50, 50 balance. Now, that being said, it is possible to achieve a culture of, I don't know what to call it, a culture of equity in your relationship around the business of being married. And when it comes to those feelings of fairness, when it comes to feeling supported, it's that culture of equity that's going to get you there. It's not about 50-50. It is about both partners taking full responsibility for managing things, for mastering the business of being married, And both partners coming together to complement each other in terms of their strengths and weaknesses and to support each other through the ebb and flow of day-to-day life. And this is where I think it's really important to get away from 50-50. All too often, splitting things 50-50 means keeping a scorecard right? It means that you kind of keep this tally in your head. Well, I did this and that means he needs to do this and he did this. So I must do this. And you know, it's always got to be a perfect balance. Well, real life doesn't work like that. Right. And if you can break away from the scorecard, you can really be there to support each other through the highs and the lows. If you break away from that scorecard and you have a really busy week at work, or this huge project that's coming up and you really want that promotion, you can turn to your partner and you can say, hey, here is a time where I need you to give a little. Here's a time for the next month, the next six weeks, the next 
sometimes six months where things will not be 50, 50, but that's okay because overall things are equitable, right? And in, you know, pursuing your own individual goals, your partner has a chance to support you, right? And it kind of goes back into this overall sense in a modern relationship that it is about care and support. So again, this is where so many couples go wrong is they think about splitting things 50, 50, they create a chore chart or they keep a scorecard. And all that does is it makes it really hard to be flexible when you need it. It makes it really hard to have equal roles and it makes it really hard to avoid friction when real life gets in the way of this perfect 50, 50 split. So again, that is where so many couples go wrong but I don't want to leave you hanging. I want to offer you a solution, something that you can try instead. So if you're thinking about your marriage management system and you are really thinking that it is time to level up, there are three things that you can start doing today to create a stronger, more equitable marriage management system and to really bring some balance and some fairness back to your division of labor. So Let's dive right into those three things. So the first tip, the first really simple way that you can level up your marriage management system is to streamline your to-do list. Now, I talked earlier that marriage management system includes all of the tools that you use to keep track of things and to get things done. If you want to level up your system and you want to make it easier for you and your partner to communicate, it is really important that you streamline your to-do list, right? That you actually spend some time thinking about what needs to get done, why, and how you keep track of that list with your partner. Now, it can be old school, right? You can do something analog. It doesn't matter. You can keep a paper notebook (laughs) of your to-do list and all the different things that need to get done. You can put this in an app. You can use a shared calendar. The most important thing is that you find something simple, something accessible, and something that both you and your partner will actually commit to using. And and I, that is so important. You know, I remember once upon a time, oh my gosh, this must have been like 10 years ago. I built this huge spreadsheet of all of the chores that had to get done and how often they needed to get done. And uh, my husband and I talked about it. And I was so proud of this spreadsheet and he never looked at it again (laughs) because that's not how his brain works. So it was a beautiful system. It was streamlined, but it was not streamlined in a way that both of us could or would use. So it didn't matter, right? So really streamline your to-do list and spend some time with your partner thinking about and kind of playing with some tools that you two could actually commit to using that makes sense for both of you, right? So that's my first tip. Just streamline that to-do list and get a tool that is simple, easy, and accessible for both you and your spouse. Second tip, switch to email, right? And and I know this (laughs) might sound kind of silly because constantly on this pod, I'm talking about how you need to communicate and you need to spend more time talking to your spouse and you need to slow down. But this is an instance where I'm going to tell you to speed up when it comes to those little 
things, the little management sort of business of being married things that you need to check in on. Like, Hey, you know, did you, did you get the check to our kid's school or, you know, have you called the contractor or, you know, have you had a chance to look at the leak in the kitchen sink? Those little tasks of day-to-day life, do them over email. Right. And, And this is why, because if you do not do them over email, one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to consume your life and become the only thing you talk about because there are hundreds, if not thousands of little things that we have to do each day to make life work. They're either going to consume your life and become the only thing you and your spouse talk about, or two, they're going to get easily forgotten and swept aside which is inevitably going to lead to friction, stress, and resentment when things do not get done. I cannot tell you how many times I talk to couples about their communication system around these little day-to-day tasks. And so often they tell me, oh, well, you know, we talk to each other over coffee or we tell each other in passing, right? Where someone might, you know, tell their spouse on the way out the door. Hey, I need you to drop a check by the kid's school. But because their partner's on the way out of the door and they're not in management mode, it is almost possible for them to remember and to get it done, right? It is important when it comes to these little things that you don't say them in passing, but you also don't let them take over. And one of the best ways to avoid either of those case scenarios is to just send them via email. And This has this added bonus of removing some of the mental load of the to-do list because no longer are these small little tasks only on your to-do list, only on your mind to check up on. They have become a shared communication between you and your partner. So that is my second tip. Where possible, when it comes to simple, small daily things, communicate via email it'll change your life. (laughs) And number three, and sometimes this is the hardest thing to get couples to commit to, but it's one of the most helpful and the easiest. If you really want to level up your marriage management system, you need to commit to a weekly check-in meeting. Now this meeting doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be drawn out, but it does need to be regular. So I like to suggest weekly, especially if you're just starting out. And the meeting does need to be intentional. So you need to come to this meeting with an agenda, right? This is your chance to talk about all of these tasks, all of these things that are on your mind, all the things that you need to get done and make sure you and your partner are on the same page. And like I mentioned earlier, this meeting really needs to be about problem solving and support. And it just needs to be really about tackling any barriers that have come up and gotten in the way of this culture of equity in your relationship, right? Anything that's happening that's making you you or your partner feel like things are unfair and unbalanced, that is what you need to address at this weekly meeting. And I love setting intentional time aside because it keeps these conversations contained. Here's the reality. We all have, all of us have hundreds of things to manage. And when you try to manage them 
in a partnership and you throw some kids in the mix, that list of things to manage and to do just grows exponentially. And because that list is so big and sometimes so overwhelming, the business of being married, the day-to-day management of raising a family and running a household takes over life. It takes over your relationship. It takes over your marriage. If you have ever been on a date with your spouse and you have spent the first hour talking about how your kids are doing and what needs to get done around the house, you know, you have had a real world lived experience of your marriage being taken over by the business or the management aspects of being married. So I love setting aside some intentional time every week to take care of that so that it does not take over. So those are my top three tips. If you are listening to this podcast and you're really thinking, oh man, I wish things felt more fair or, you know, I really wish life was less stressful and my partner and I were a team. I want you today to think about different ways you can level up that marriage management system And I want you to choose one of those three tips and just get started. Start today. It's going to make a world of difference. Want to learn more about how to manage the business of being married without fighting like cats and dogs or growing apart? Let me know. Let's keep this conversation going. Drop me a message on Instagram and let's chat. I really want to hear from you. Thanks for listening to Married Well, the podcast have a comment or a topic you'd like me to cover, I'd love to hear from you over on Instagram at mary.wealth. Show notes and resources can be found at marywell.co. Special thanks to Emily Harding for producing this episode. Ready to level up your relationship? Start with my free quiz at marywell.co slash quiz and get a tailored to you strategy to overcome your biggest relationship roadblocks. Remember, relationships don't have to be this hard. You can be married well. See you next time.